And welcome to Just Push Play, a music podcast. And today's guests are Ray West and Rob DeLuca from the band Spread Eagle. So thanks a lot for joining me tonight, guys. I appreciate that you took the time out of your busy schedules to call in while being on tour and traveling all over the place. So thanks again. No problem. Thank you very much. Pleasure, sir. So my first experience with you guys was... Uh, going back quite a while ago, it was at uh, my first concert was World Stage in Spring Valley, New York. I don't know if you recall oh, that oh, place wow. or not. It was like I this do. huge place. And I was racking my brain to try to figure out the name because I couldn't remember the name. So, But I found it. So, <laughs> And um, I saw you guys play at Lamore, Limelight Studio One, The Cell Block, and a whole bunch more. Um, throughout oh, the years, wow. and the Lamorte—that's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Very cool. And now, I followed you Sherry, guys. Did you see? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, no, no. Go, go on. Um, did you see us at the Halloween show at the World Stage where we were dressed up in costumes? Oh, Rob gosh, was very pretty I don't know. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, I dressed up like would, a nun. You would remember. You would remember. <laughs> That's funny. I, no, you know what, I, guys? I've been to so many shows. I can't like. I'm surprised I even got as far as to remembering the first show that I saw you guys. Like, I remember the place. I uh-huh. it was like this big, like warehouse kind of place, wasn't it? Like just like yeah. in the middle of, the world of nowhere. <laughs> I thought it was more like a theater, like an old theater place. I don't know. Well, it could have been. Yeah, no, either way, either way, exactly. either way, either way, either way, you were there. We were there, <laughs> and we rocked. Yeah. And we rocked. <laughs> yeah. and, and we have no memory of it. Yeah. It was a blur. How's my connection? <laughs> but I've been I've been cutting in and out. And do you hear everything I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. <laughs> and of you, course, you I followed you guys well. with. Uh, yeah, everyone sounds good. So, um, and. Of course, I followed your careers, you know, Rob, you with Averse and playing with UFO and Sebastian Bach and, and you, Ray, with Weapons of Anu. But, you know, my first love, of course, is Spread Eagle. So it's been a while since um, yeah. your last album opened to the public. <laughs> so just a couple of years. So Yeah. But, uh, it's, been, it's been a minute, as the kids say. It's been a minute. Yeah, <laughs> but the new album Subway to the Stars is amazing. Um, just a, a solid album, top to bottom. I mean, Thank you. I can't, I can't yeah, rave about it enough. And it was released on Frontiers SRL, and basically, right. um, you guys solidified the idea of the new album during a some European dates in 2017 for like Hair Metal Haven Hall and a couple of other gigs that you were doing. Is that right? Yeah, we were yeah. building up momentum since then. It was, just, it was, it was a catalyst definitely for getting, for getting it together. I'm going to say that. Yeah, absolutely. So basically everyone contributes to the songwriting. It's uh very rock and roll, and it naturally flows from start to finish. Is the songwriting like organic? Does someone just come in with an idea, or is it like very collaborative? It's it's definitely every, collaborative. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's definitely collaborative, but it doesn't have any particular <clears throat> method. 
So, I mean, any way we can get to the result and come up with something we, the, the four of us love. We're, um, yeah, we, we, all sort of, we all sort of, yeah, we all sort of navigate ourselves, you know, to the create through the creative process, and then we just sort of work together to get it done, no matter no matter who brings an idea or a riff to the table, a, a lyric or whatever. Yeah, Ray brought in a, one of the songs was a song we had from the open. You mentioned open to the public was a song that we had from those sessions, uh, the song Solitaire, which is the ballad on the album. Uh, that's a song Ray wrote back then uh, with all the Bartolo. So, um, <clears throat> you know, that's that's obviously not typical for this album, you know, that he brought in an old song with Paul, our original uh, guitar player, but it worked, and it's such a beautiful song that uh, we absolutely wanted to include it on the album. Yeah, let, let me add, I just couldn't. You know, there's some songs, some songs you just can't let go of, and they just yeah. stay with you. And it's like it's like an itch you have to scratch, you know. And uh, yeah. it just sat with me for years, and I re- I rediscovered it. And uh, you know, once I told Rob about it, we, we just agreed we got we got to just try to do this again. And actually, Rob Robbie had the idea to sort of give it new life, you know, with Dean's guitar work and all that stuff. So, yeah, I'm glad we, I'm glad we put it on the record. Yeah, it's probably one of my favorite songs. I mean, it changes every day, I think, but um Solitaire I think is is a standout on it. Just just the Absolutely. I don't know. I it has like the strings in it and you know, along with that air, um you brought in in that uh that little uh addition, the strings and you yeah. know, of the and it's really like epic, epic, isn't it? <laughs> But not a key. Yeah. Real cellos. You are cutting out a little bit, Rob. I can hear you cutting out. Yeah, you are a little bit. It's where it's. I'm in a hotel room, and and I'm. I don't know if there's somewhere else, like better I could go. Unfortunately. Um, Well, it's real. It's real. It's real smart. Open the door. Open the door. Open the door. Open the door to the public. Help my <laughs> but um, so yeah, um, yeah, we that's real cellos on that, and um, solitaire is just gorgeous. I love it. I love it. So, uh, getting uh, to the first single, "Sound of Speed," the first single and the video directed by Phil Alaco from the. Uh, great band Law and Order and of course uh, yeah. The Truth About Lies that, that he did uh, that was actually filmed in my former backyard in the Poconos so oh. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> yeah I used Poconos. to live in the wow. Poconos <laughs> and I used to travel like all over the place to see to see uh, you guys and other bands play so <laughs> oh so back then you were coming all the way from the Poconos jeez yeah, yeah. What's that casino <laughs> up there? Mount Airy or something? What? I've heard the name. Mount Airy Casino? Yeah, Mount, Mount Airy, Airy Casino is there. Yeah, beautiful okay. Mount Airy Lodge, as they used I, to call it back in the back in the day. <laughs> With the there's like, there's like a casino there, and like nothing else to do. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Pretty much. That's why. That's, that's why I had to travel to New York or Philadelphia to to see a band play. So. You're, you're very but, you're um, very resilient, Jerry. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's either that or boredom, and <laughs> I would rather drive two hours than uh, 
experience a live show than, you know, twiddle my thumbs on a Saturday night, you know. So. <laughs> gotcha. You're, you're a blessing. Thank you. I was just so, talking with someone else about the cell block a few minutes ago in Philly. It's crazy. That was a great place, too. Yeah, it was, it was like, a good yeah, place. It was a fun place. There. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah. So for the videos, in that area. Oh, uh, one of my um, acquaintances slash friends, uh, Michelle Bash, she lives in that area. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I saw her. Oh, uh, we love tour. Michelle. Yeah, I saw her and and Joe on this tour. Yeah, Joe, Joe. Yeah. Them. Yeah, they're cool. They're cool people. Very so, cool. Very cool people. How did you find this uh, go-kart place? I mean, did, were, <laughs> what was the, you know? Well, Rob, Rob did, did the research just... on that. The long story short is, uh, not to be a downer, but we were going to do a video with a guy in, in in Staten Island at the Staten Island go-karts place. And um, the the cameraman, who was the director of photography, passed away in a tragic accident. So then everyone who was involved was too distraught and grieving to do our video. And, of course, we were upset, you know, that someone had passed away, of course. But we still had to deliver our video, and we had a very small window of time to get it done. I mean, this happened three weeks before our shoot. So I just... Drew a circle around Manhattan and just called every go-kart track, you know, within like a hundred, you know, a couple hundred miles. And I called about 35 tracks and eventually I got two tracks that were interested and, and, um, you know, go-karts, he was totally cool dude. And it was really great dealing with him. He was a really great person. Okay. I, I was surprised. That, I was surprised it was such a cool place because Rob really did. You know, you really worked your ass off on getting it. So I, I really, you know, thanks. Yeah, I'm it, it was a good vibe. The amount of work you did. Right? Yeah, yeah. The amount of work you did to find it was it was really great. Thank you. And it was, yeah, it was they, a really they, good vibe. Yeah, good people. <laughs> well, I I know um, Phil's objective and and probably yours too is to have a little. Uh, bit of fun but not go into like the the cheesy aspect of of you know <laughs> of of that yeah, we wanted to be you like know, we wanted to be um you know uh, have fun with it and just you know how to be like have fun but also look you know come across as just as this badass video you know I yeah think we did a pretty good <laughs> and job. it was fun i mean <laughs> the the last couple of uh seconds in that video i just laughed my ass off <laughs> from that you know the, yeah. so you have to really watch that, the was, video Phil's idea. that was phil's yeah. idea to the ending and uh <laughs> yeah, i think it came, yeah, it came out cool because it's phil definitely that's oh, my absolutely. feeling on that yep. you know he's got a great eye and he kind of lets us know what's cheesy and what's not <laughs> oh gosh so this album, I mean, like I mentioned before, I, I feel that it's it's solid from beginning to end, and you're getting, you know, accolades from all over the globe. I, that must be, like, really cool for you guys to, to get all that, um, you know, being out of 
the business for a while, not not the business per se, but Spread Eagle being out of the, the eye for business. a couple yeah, of years. Yeah, we've been out of Spread Eagle business. Yep, absolutely. I think it's right. the trust. Yeah, we, we trusted our musical instincts, you know. I mean, we came into this with, you know, obviously we, we, we were very different from the way we used to be as far as performers and people and our musicality. We, we've grown up, and this is like where we where our heads are at. And we've always yeah. had a sense of musical taste that kind of fit each other, you know. And I think we really came to a really good point with this. Does that make sense? I'm very proud oh. of it, yeah. I think it does show a lot of growth, but doesn't abandon our past. And um, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say it's still in your face, but I mean, the maturity shows in like the vocals and the, and the overall playing. And I mean, I think that equals life experience too. I mean, because in the beginning, I mean, you were, you guys were what, like on the cusp of being like 20 or in your early 20s. And then, you know, and yeah. now obviously it's different. I mean, now what sure. I mean, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're in, a, we're in a better place. We're in a different place. So you know, we don't want to. Re- we didn't want to repeat ourselves. Like you know, a lot of a lot of people are happy to repeat themselves and write about you know, whatever you know, uh, you know, strip, stripper bars or whatever you know, and 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 drinking beer all day. We just we we went. We took our own. We took a more honest approach to writing. So obviously, I mean, people are going to notice the, the difference of the band with with. Uh, Rick and with uh, Ziz, uh, how? I mean, obviously, Rob, you've known Rick <laughs> for your whole life, being that he's your cousin, and and you worked with him in of Earth. And but, how did you um, connect with uh, Ziz? Steve, um, Rick actually brought him in. Uh, Rick played with him in a band a handful of years ago, maybe ten years ago or something, and we were auditioning and. Some great guitar players were coming down, but we just, you know, it wasn't spread eagle guitar players. There. And uh, Rick said, I, you know, I know this guy. I'll give him a call. Maybe, you know, he's he's good. I don't know if he'll be the right guy, but he's really good. And uh, Zeev heard um, Scratch Like a Cat, and he was like, fuck, I want to be in on this. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and he came down, and we were like, absolutely, that's the guy. That's the guy we've been waiting for for years. That's the guy. So uh, yeah, he had a certain uh, he had a certain like rock and roll you know youthful like, rock and roll exuberance that he brought to the table, which was awesome. Yeah, I mean his Absolutely. playing is just like killer. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's just like I don't know. I haven't seen like a player with that much attack in in a while. You know, just he's. It looks like he's just really into it and like ready to to shoot for the stars so um and, and, and this you is know, just the first record we've worked on with Lizzie you know like it's it's only going to get better from here and this is a really great starting point yeah so you guys did uh pre-production in the music building in New York City which is the same exact place where the songs for your debut were rehearsed and written uh going back there did it bring back memories or or did it um uh take you to a place where you guys could just like jump right back into doing the things that that you were doing with the the songwriting process and and getting to where you needed well, to do for this album there for years Ray's been rehearsing yeah, that, all along so i'll let you answer that one right 
you know, that building has just been part of our lives since we even since we were in Spread Eagle. You know, you meet people in the building that something, something about there, no matter what band you have, you know, it gives you an edge. It, it's a very um, it's a very down and dirty kind of place to rehearse. But we've always had that room in our lives, and you know, for years. I don't know with my with my solo bands or whatever I've been doing, and, and Rob's used it for his 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 other gigs too. So it's just a very special building that brings out it really brings out the best of us. Well, Ray actually, um, Ray actually started went back there before I did. Like after our initial, oh yeah, yeah but, you started yeah. rehearsing there, and then you kind of brought me back there. Yeah, because the room was so cool. Dan's room was like this is this great room. He's a great guy, and and I was like, uh, Rob, you know, do you know any good rooms? So like, the one I'm using is amazing. Got to meet this guy, and now he's become part of our lives. So. The yeah. band's kind of like a, a you know a spread member, you know what I mean? He's, yeah. a, he's a band member, I guess. <laughs> he's a good guy. He's crazy. He's good people. <laughs> so, and you uh, recorded at Studio E in Brooklyn with uh, Tom Camuso. What was that experience like? I mean, I I'm just assuming that that he's a, a veteran and he's like really guided you through the process again. Absolutely well, right. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, he, I found him to be just, you know, a very, very zen-like person to work with. Uh, recording music, it, it, it can be stressful, but if you have the right people to help you, you know, get the, get the message across and onto tape, it, it can be a very easygoing thing. And he's just really, he's gifted, he's got a great ear, he's very patient, and he's very patient with Rob <laughs> and myself, so... Because we, we 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 really put him to the test, you know. We sometimes we tested Tommy a lot, but I, the three of us working together on when I was in the room it was great. Whether it was yeah. Ricky or Steve, um, it's just a real comfort to have somebody who you trust behind the board and and, and directing you and, and giving you ideas and feedback. Yeah, Tom. And plus, Tom. He's, he's, got, he's very gifted. He's just he's got a, he's a great talent. I'm sorry, Rob. Go ahead. No, no, all good. Yeah, and he's funny, and and it's nothing as serious like he's all just kind of like joking. But uh, Tommy came yeah. up through the um, the Lenny Kravitz camp, so he assisted on all those biggest. He's the assistant engineer on all those biggest Lenny Kravitz albums, and uh, Lenny was always the purest about uh, recording and recording techniques. So he only used the best. So Tommy learned from the best. So yeah, it was it's it's great being over there, and uh, we're going to track our next record there too. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a high-level recording environment. That's a, that's how we look at it. He got the best out of us. <laughs> so I I've been listening to a couple of your interviews and stuff, and I think the the biggest and the the same question coming out of everyone, including myself, is when are you gonna tour? Um, I know that that you're both. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're you're touring with your other bands and and you're doing shows all over the place. Um, have you gotten an agent and are you working on on something to come you know coming down the pike soon or is that still in the working stages? We are we are we are actively working. We are actively working to get this record in a, in a live environment. We're, we're really pushing hard and we're just trying to have the right timing. You know, um, Rob's doing his work, and I'm, I guess I am doing mine, but we definitely have a goal that we're going for, and um, I don't know exactly when that's going to be. Um, it'll be sooner than later, um, next year, obviously. Um, I would have loved to have gone out when the record had just come out, but uh, it just, that just didn't happen. So hopefully everybody's going to be patient with us, and um, we are actively working to get on the road and, and play this music live again. 
Yeah, we just we're just um, basically secured a, a booking agent today, so we got to wait a little bit to talk about that. And uh, yeah, he suggested waiting till till next year and the year. So that's what we're gonna do. And um, and then we're gonna get out and, and work this record hard. Yeah. Well, I mean, you've released uh, four singles, Sound of Speed, of course, um, Grand Scam, uh, the 29th of February, also another one of my favorites from the album, and um, Cut Through. Uh, it's the most recent. Any plans for another single to come out? Maybe in, yeah, in, we, uh, right. in conjunction uh, well, to a tour? You know, yeah, well, as we get closer to touring we'll have more content out that's for sure but I, i'm really partial to songs like putting out solitaire and dead air we, we, we'd like to put something together for solitaire to come out and i would yeah, like, like to do that video. very much i'd like to do a video yeah. for solitaire we've talked about that yeah, um, the, the one thing that we that we need i believe is is more video content for us so we we want to pursue that and uh, we're not going to yeah. let up till we get that done yeah so that but, makes sense what you asked sherry um like, you know, something for the t- to coincide with the tour, that would make a lot of sense, yes. And something maybe yeah. before then, too, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of, of videos, you, you do have a, a YouTube channel, and five years ago, someone posted on your YouTube channel, uh, and it stated, a New York-based band with an awesome sound, wish they would make a comeback and show these youngsters what real music should sound like. So I think you accomplished that. So, was so that Jim you? Who was that you that five posted years it? Ago. This guy was named you? Jim. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jim. Well, yeah. well, sounds like a good Thanks, Jim. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, Thanks, Jim. Yeah, we, he has good taste. It took us a little bit, but we did. And uh, Yeah, so... But, you know, I'm the like, oh, okay, Jim, you got your wish. <laughs> so, yeah, we're all yeah, now. You know, we like people... to take our time with things. Yeah. So, uh, from Subway to the Stars, uh, do you have a favorite song from that album, or do they keep changing every day like they do for me? Ooh, Rob, you go first on this one. My favorites are, uh, and, and by, by the way, a lot of people have, are picking different songs and that's a good sign. Um, my favorites are the title track, Subway to the Stars and More Wolf and Lamb. Yeah. Um, I, I, my answer is the same as Rob. It, it changes all the time. It depends on my mood. You know, some days yeah. I'm in the mood for Solitaire, some days I'm in the mood for Subway to the Stars and I love Dead Air a lot and Wolf, More Wolf and Lamb. I like the heavier stuff on the record a lot. But they're all but all songs have a certain kind of their own heaviness to them. You know what I mean? Um, the other day I was listening to uh, Antisocial Butterfly. I, I was digging that along. I was I was I was yeah I was Love driving that. the car. You know then it was yeah then it was um when I've had my cut through days. I've had my subway to the stars days. It changes for me. Yeah, they're all they're all our babies. So I can't I can't love one baby. They really are all babies. You're right. Yeah. You're right. And I, and love I love every one of them. I stand behind it. Every one of those songs. The question so is, the art- do you have a favorite, oh, Jerry? Huh? Do I have you a favorite? You have a favorite. No, yeah. I don't. It changes. Like I said, it changes there every day. There you go. Like, like it, some days it's the 29th of February. Other days it's like Subway to the Stars. Other days it's uh, 
sound of speed. Other days it's solitaire. Other days it's dead. It, 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 it's like I said, completely. It's a you know fluid album. I I can't just pick one. Yeah. You know, and that's when you know that it's good. Yeah, a lot of people tell me that it's you know I just I just played the record all the way through again today, and that's that's my favorite thing to hear. (laughs) Yeah. Because I think they went into their favorite song, but they played the whole thing. And I think why people, you know, everyone's different, but I think why people are picking different songs as their favorites. Um, cause we really have gotten, you know, a lot of people with totally different choices as their favorite song. I think the reason why is because they were, whether you like a song or connect with a song or not, they all had the same amount of work that was put into them. Like we weren't like, okay, these two songs are the singles. Let's focus on them. Whatever happens to these, whatever, you know, it's, it, it doesn't matter. It's not the single. No one's going to hear it. Like we didn't have that kind of attitude on it because we didn't really know what would be a single also. Um, and we wouldn't do that anyway. So every song, whether it's, it was obviously going to be an album cut, um, you know, something deep in the album that just, you know, didn't sound like a single, we still spent the same amount of time on that. So I think that's why people are, are liking, you know, cho- choosing different songs, because whether you relate to it or not, it had the same amount of, of uh, work put into it, you know, and that's how you get a quality song. You just work it and work it and work it until, you know, it's just as good as it can be, you know? Yeah, I concur. Uh, also, you know, I think from here on out, I think every song should get its release because people dig the whole record so much, why not make yeah. every song a feature release, you know, so that's how I see it. That's fine with me. That's fine with me. <laughs> Everyone gets their attention, you know. So who did the artwork for this album? The artwork was done by Tristan Gratrix in England. And he's done many, 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 probably 40 album covers in his life, maybe 30, but but maybe more. Uh, he's done a ton of UFO album covers, UFO tour posters, UFO T-shirt designs, uh, UFO online designs. And he's done a handful of other uh, Frontiers artists, too. And he's just amazing, really talented, really sweet guy, no attitude. Uh, no ego and just uh it was i you know we we made a lot of revisions and he was so cool about it so right. and I love of the course the, the subway theme throughout the whole album it it just it takes you for a ride just you know <laughs> like you were on the subway itself it's kind of like a a love letter to the subway in a, in a way on a good day i guess <laughs> so <laughs> yeah more more so than that, even a love letter to New York City. You know, uh, the New York City is, uh, can be beautiful and ugly and everything in between. And that's we wanted to make a real New York record. Anyone, yeah, making New York records, and it's all. Of course, it's also got to be universal, which it is. Um, but we wanted to say something from our perspective. You know, we're New Yorkers for all these years, and. Uh, and then, and then it evolved, you know, like it, it, the, the original concept was obviously the, the, the subway, but then it evolved. And then Rick, um, our drummer, Rick, with the idea of, you know, put the sound bites in there. And then it became more of like a concept album of where you walk into a train, you sit down, you put in your earbuds and the, you know, the, 
the album starts and the album plays in your head, in your earbuds as you're traveling on this train. So, you know, that, that, uh, aspect of it came because of Rick made this, this, uh, had this idea of let's put in these train, you know, uh, sound bites, you know? So I went on the train and I recorded them onto my iPhone <laughs> for, you know, I spent like three hours in the subway one day, just recording sounds. That's, they're not like, uh, you know, stock off a CD or something. They're they're yeah, they yeah. they're on off of my iPhone. So um I was like, gonna just, ask you, you know, I was gonna ask you exactly that, like if you had recorded it yourself or if it was like taken from something, but you answered my questions. <laughs> yeah. I mean and that was a brilliant it's all, it's all organic Rick's part, you know, 'cause Rick we were taking the pictures, we were on a train when Rick was was talking to us. And we're, you know, we're taking pictures on the subway and we're going to different subway stops, taking pictures. And he's like, well, you know, why don't we take it to the next level and put the, the sounds in also. And then that just opened up the whole thing to make it, you know, like this was a trip on the subway, you know, like a, a 50 minute trip on the subway in your earbuds, you know, and I think yeah. it's cool. Yeah. So I saw a really The only cool thing question. I regret, Ray, the only thing I regret is after we did, after the album was released, right. I found a subway token from 1989 that is a oh, little wow. coin. It's a little coin. And if I had found it earlier, I would have made that the art on the CD. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, man. Yeah. So I didn't find it until <laughs> after we were done. I have I an idea for that. Let's get into that later. Okay, cool. I still have it. Like we could, we could still use that. Okay, we'll make stickers or something. Yeah, yeah. Man. Keep it. Um. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my brain's on fire now. Just thinking about it. <laughs> we're always thinking. It's always, always, it's always art. Always art. Anyway. Yeah, we're we're pretty we're pretty creative guys. We have fun mm-hmm. with it. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, come on now. <laughs> All of these. You know, years doing all the other projects that you've been involved in too. I mean, that takes a a large amount of creativity, and then to come back and and you know come around full circle and and just put out something that's that's epic. That I think is you know I while I love you know the first album Switchblade Serenade and and you know all all of that and and you know open to the public. This is just like I think your best. Yeah, so oh, thank I'm looking you. forward. Thank you. I'm so looking much. forward to the next one. So, oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. So, um, I saw this interview where celebrities posed questions to Elton John, and I thought that this question was so cool that I was going to ask you the same question. So, okay. each one of you could can take it. So, which song from the last five years do you wish you had written? Right. Oh wow, man. Oh, and I and I go through my Spotify every day with this. Um, there's so many. That's what that's what I I got to take a minute to think about that. That's rough. That's well, a big question for me. Wow. I can't uh, think of one, and I'm and and I, I don't want your listeners to think I'm a dick or anything, but uh, <laughs> no. I, I I don't know if that much new. I mean, I really like Baroness, the band Baroness. Um, uh huh. And they oh, have yeah, some man. beautiful, 
they have some beautiful songs. I don't know the names of the songs, but I really like that band. So I would pick a Baroness song. I know the song I have in my head. I just don't know the name of it. Um, but I don't hear a lot that moves me. It's not because I'm, you know, I think I'm better or anything like that. It's just I go back to Aerosmith, and you know, I'll put on Aerosmith Rocks. You know, when I want to listen to music, I'll put on Appetite for Destruction. I'll put on uh, uh, Highway to Hell. You know, I just, I don't know, man. Maybe Which I should, Aerosmith you, song did you do? You wish you had written. <laughs> okay, great. It's a great question. Uh, you see me crying. Uh, off uh-huh. of um, off of Toys in the Attic and uh, No More, No More off of Toys in the Attic, uh, Sick as a Dog, Tom Hamilton song off Rocks, um, Kings and Queens. Uh, well, my answer would be totally different than that. You know, I listen to it a lot. I play that, you know that song by Adele, Rolling in the Deep? That's a beautiful song. I play that yeah. song all the time. Like I love that song. So that must mean that I like that song a lot of all songs in the past five years, I guess. Very well written, well written song. I mean, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. First, you know, that's just something I always listen to. Uh, I gave that record to my mother before she passed away, and uh, she, we'd listen to it together all the time. So, um, yeah. that song just affects me. Yeah. I love Death Tones, oh, yeah. but I don't. I don't like their last record, but I, I'm a big fan of that band. Um. But if you're being a specific song in the past five years, if that's good for me, then I guess. Yeah, I think he, I think he picked like Old Town Road, actually. <laughs> oh man, let picked... me tell you what. That, okay, okay, all right. So I just got done playing shows this summer, and every time they would, you know, they play the last song, they play Old Town Road. That is like obviously a very simple, you know, number one pop hit all across the world or something. It's, 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 a, it's a cool groove. It is quite it is quite infectious, as silly as it is. There's something great about having a song that has comedy, you know, be popular. So I see why it's popular. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's funny. Uh, Nas, Lil Nas, I think. It's also yeah, around. Lil Nas X, I think. It's got uh, Cyrus, what's his name? Miley Dad. Yeah. Billy Ray. Yeah, he sort of picked up a version of it or something, and it, it just took off. It's crazy. And now there's like, you know, I, I listen to, because I, I drive a lot, I hear a lot of pop music, which is, you know, whether it's um, Lizzo and all that kind of stuff, you know. But um, I, I like I like songs for song's sake, so I like Me to hear nice melodies and things like that. So, you know, for me, it's Adele, and I, I, I like music like that. Yeah. I yeah. like beautiful melodies. <laughs> Well, you know, you were mentioning um, Lil Nas X being the last song. I remember uh, being at the Limelight, and they would play My Sharona to clear out the room, to to close out the night. Oh, that's funny. And that was be- that was before Reality Sucks, you know. So I guess they thought that you know the my, that My Sharona would drive the people out. But <laughs> my friends <laughs> I and I just kept song. dancing, and then and then the night came song. back, you know. So. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> but Old Town Road to the room. Everybody just started grooving. <laughs> People just started dancing around, you know, because it's so funny. So they would play a country song after a metal show? Yeah, man. It's just like, you know, because it's an all-around song. It doesn't matter whether it's metal or pop. You know, it's something everybody can listen to. It's, it's kind of quirky and funny. Gotcha. It's nothing you are, but don't really listen to. Well, maybe me, but not you. 
<laughs> so what's next? Uh, just uh, just gearing up for the new year and uh, finishing out your your uh, tour and and your respective shows in in other bands, and then uh, hopefully jumping back on the road with Freddie going in the beginning of 2020. Yeah, I mean that's what I think that's I, money. I got two I've more had, weeks left, uh, two or three more weeks left, and then I'm done for the year. Yeah, Rob and I've been, you know, in touch with each other for some, you know, hundred years. So, you know, we want to make this happen again and and put our effort into it. We're not just going to let it slide. You know, we're both driven to make it. You know, to, to to make more more of this music and to work together on things. So if we're not talking on something you know, about something, we're you know we're trying to make things happen for each other. So when you guys are, I'm his number one fan. <laughs> <laughs> so when you guys are on the road, or um, or touring, or what do you guys um, do to decompress, or or listen to, or read, or do to pass the time to keep yourself sane? I mean, I know it's not like easy to be in, in like a tube, whether it's a plane or a bus or an RV, you know. <laughs> oh, I'm always trying to find my own space. Yeah, I'm always trying to find my own space. I, I do a lot of reading, and um, I'm really grateful for Netflix and um, Fine Video. And but I, I tend to do a lot of reading and, and just writing. You know, whether I'm journaling every day, or um, that's really really it. it. Just to keep my brain, you know, somewhat somewhat activated and at the same time I also like to um, decompress and distract myself so there's many things I focus on and many things I distract myself from but I'm always and I like to I like to stay physical when I'm off the tube I go for a run and I, I find good food and I'm sure Rob does the same thing um, a little different but some of the same things I um, I try you know like we used to drink a lot of beer back in the day Ray and I and oh, um, yeah. and I try to I, I realized I started drinking a lot less in the last few years. I still drink, and I don't judge people who do or don't drink. But um, I, I started drinking a lot less, and now I'm, I only have like one or two beers a night after a show. And I also stopped drinking before shows. Um, with Bach, he Bach, uh, he doesn't want anyone drinking before shows, and I respect that. So we never did. And but with UFO, you can do whatever you want as long as you play well. And I used to drink. You know, during not before show, but during the show with UFO, and I stopped doing that. Just, I, just, I mean, just on this tour, and um, I prefer it actually. Um, I didn't think, you know, like there's that whole I, I, cliche that I was telling myself that you need one or two to just relax, and and I actually am enjoying it a lot more without having even one or two beers during the show, and then after the show I have one or two. Um, mm-hmm. so I agree. I, I yeah. Agree. And it, so, so the point I'm getting to is touring is hard. It's hard when you're, you know, 25, you don't notice it, but it's hard on your body. You're, you're 25 and you don't notice it. But when you're 35, you start to feel it, you know, and, and when you get in your four, up in your forties, you know, it gets really, it's really tough. So I realized by cutting the drinking down to just one or two beers a night, that was what was making me so tired every morning. Like this is so hard touring, you know, it's still hard, but I, I learned that when I take that element of just getting drunk every night out, um, 
I feel a lot better. So I, so with that in mind, I've, I've been juicing. Uh, I juice a lot. You know, on the on the hospitality rider, you can get whatever you want, and you can get the worst food in the world, or you can order the best food in the world. So I've been ordering a lot of vegetables and juicing every day. So I do that. I build, um, you know, you can, I build a website uh, for vintage base geeks called vintagebaseworld.com, and it's just hundreds of pages of useless information on on vintage base components and stuff. But I love it, you know, and it's totally geeked out. So I just try to stay busy. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I try. That's basically my, my, what I do. Uh, I don't you got to keep your brain engaged, man. You can't be. If you're wasted, you, you miss so much if you're wasted, and you don't stay sharp, and you want to keep the the machine yeah. clean, so to speak. You know, I I speak as, as, on the issue as well because I used to be known for being a wasteoid, and so much so much of my life has just been a blur. I finally got my my shit together, so I feel like I I experience things in a pure in a pure form. I, I feel more powerful because of it. Hope that makes you know that that should be. That's how I yeah, feel about that. Ray doesn't drink for the most part. So, you know, like I, I've, I've learned some things from him and, uh, Ray also was into health before I was actually, um, I was yeah. always thin, like I'm a skinny guy. So I never really had to think about it. And I remember Ray focusing on, you know, juicing and stuff before, before I ever got into it, you know, uh, and yeah. stopping drinking, you know, I'm in fear of becoming a five by five. <laughs> so yeah, I just got you could drink your vegetables, but don't become a vegetable, right? <laughs> oh, that's great. That's good. I'm going to get that on a T-shirt. That's good. <laughs> that is a good T-shirt, right? right? Okay, copyright, Sherry. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah. No, you use that's it. That's it. She gets no, her cut. Roll with it. <laughs> no, no, you use it. You roll with it. No trademark violations or, or <laughs> lawsuits coming at all. My, from my mouth to your You're awesome ears. and generous. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh, that's so funny. So, anyway, so I appreciate your time. Uh, any closing words to those listening? Um, uh, I'll go, well, first. You go first. Yeah. yeah, just, you know, we appreciate our fans waiting 26 years for us. And uh, please check us out. You can hear our new, the new Spread Eagle record, Subway to the Stars, on Spotify. Um, we're on YouTube, Spread Eagle Band. We're on Facebook, Spread Eagle NYC, or just Google Spread Eagle Band uh, or Spread Eagle Music, and you'll find us. And uh, we're going to play live. We're going to play this record live, and we're going to keep making records. So uh, thank you to our fans for sticking by us. Yeah, and I just want to add, you know, it's it's a privilege to play rock and roll, and uh, it's something we don't take for granted. So we we appreciate everybody you know, giving us the attention and, and, and bearing with us and, and becoming part of our family with this music. So I want to thank everybody. Okay, great. Thanks again so much for joining me tonight. And thanks for everyone listening to Just Push Play. And be sure to pick up Subway to the Stars. You know, go to the Frontiers SRL or go to their website to find out how to get it or, you know, download the album it's well worth it the whole album not just singles the the whole thing is is amazing so uh if you want more information go visit me on twitter at just push play so thanks for listening have a great day thank you just thank you